कठोपनिषद चैप्टर टू सेक्शन वन श्लोक वन एंड टू पारांची खानी व्यथ्रीणत स्वयंभू तस्मात् परान पश्यती नांतरात्मन कश्चिधीर प्रत्यग आत्मानम एक शद आवृत चक्षुर अमृतत्वम इच्छन पराच कामान अनुयंती बलास्ते मृत्योरियंती वितत से पाशम अथ धीरा अमृतत्वम विदित्वा ध्रुवम अध्रुवेशु ईह न प्रार्थयंते so here in these two verses it is being said that the self this atma cannot be sought through the senses so in words number 1 which is saying that the self born god so yam bhumi self born god pierces the openings of the senses outwards vyatrinat means pierced the openings paranji means openings khani means the orifices of the sense organs therefore tasmat means therefore paran pashyati nantaratmana so therefore one looks not inwards nanantaratman means not inwards pashyati means looks it we look outwards that is paran kashchid however some wise man dhira means wise man desiring immortality ichchan the last word here means desiring ichchan desiring immortality amritatvam turned the gaze inwards chakshur means the gaze or the eyes inwards avrita and saw ekshad means saw the atma the self dwelling inside pratyag atmanam so here what exactly this verse is saying is the self born god pierces the openings of the sense organs outwards therefore one looks outwards and not within oneself some wise person however desiring immortality looked inwards and saw the self the atma so basically we all have been designed so as to look outwards but there are some people who after getting tired of looking outwards or who sometimes feel the impermanent state of the world they live in or some who are not satisfied with what their sense organs are giving them and they yearn for something more truthful or let's say more permanent or more eternal they start introspecting and they start looking within themselves for these answers and then they find the self the atma inside them 
so it would be right to say that all the answers to your spiritual quest are inside you you might need a guru for guidance but then even he can hold your hand up to a limited time period the way ahead is on our own completely i have at least started feeling that all the spiritual queries i have the only place i can get my answers is inside me and how again as said before in the verses here by purifying our thoughts by meditation by self discipline this journey within ourselves will become easy the same concept is being continued in words number 2 where it says that the immature people balaste the children or the immature people they go after external objects of desire go after anuyanti means go after or pursue the external objects paracha kaman means desire paracha means external objects and again and again they get trapped in the claws of death get trapped yanti means trapped in the claws or in the noose pasham means the claws the noose of death mrityor which is widespread with a tasya atha however the wise person dhira means the wise person who has recognized viditva means recognized immortality amritatvam that person does not seek does not look for eternal life dhruvam means eternal life in the unstable or the impermanent world around adhruveshu means unstable impermanent world so does not seek prarthayante this last word means does not seek so the entire meaning of this verse is the immature people who go after the external objects of desire parachah and thus what happens is they get trapped in the widespread death all around the wise however being aware of immortality do not seek for the eternal in this impermanent world so basically the people who do not understand immortality who do not understand that this self this atma inside us is immortal it will never die they keep on pursuing external objects of pleasure in this world that lead to destruction this death is spread everywhere and those who are attached to the worldly things including relationships how can they escape the trap of death we feel the pain of death don't we and we all will face death one day so the motive is to be in this world while detaching ourselves to the objects 
work but do not expect result love but do not expect it back enjoy whatever you have in this world without ownership that is the step by step secret to detachment once this process of detachment starts gradually the mist will thin out and you can see the real self the real world inside you then you will automatically like a wise man stop seeking the permanence of things in this impermanent world outside Shlok number three and four. Yen rupam rasam gandham shabdan sparshamscha methunan ete neva vijanati kimatra parishishyate etadvetat swaprantam jagritantam chobhauyen anupashyati महातम विभुमात्मा मतवाधीरो न शोचती सो हियर इन वर्ड्स नंबर थ्री येन मीन्स दैट बाय विच रूपम मीन्स फॉर्म और कलर रसम इज टेस्ट गंधम इज स्मेल शब्दम means the sounds sparsham is the touch and maithunar is sexual pleasure so this words means that by which yena that by which one can perceive one can feel the form the taste the smell the sounds and the sexual pleasure by that alone one perceives etneva vijanati by that alone one perceives so this self is perceiving everything kim atra parishishyate meaning what is there that remains unknown to it etadvaitad this verily is that this self is everything so here this self this atma though it is not manifested we cannot see it but it can perceive everything it is always present in every experience of ours in the words number 4 swapnantam means dream jagaritantam means waking state chobhav means both both these states yena anupashyati again yena anupashyati means that by which one perceives the dream state swaprantam or the waking state jagritantam 
and having known and having known or realized matwa a wise man having known or realized dhiro means a wise man having known matwa realized or known what that this atma is great and it is present everywhere atmanam vibhum mahantam so it is great and it is present everywhere when you have realized that fact then the wise man does not grieve dhiro na shochati so here in this verse the dream and the waking states are taken into deeper levels it's talking about the different levels of consciousness that we have the waking phase jagrata that is a conscious reality with the external world the dream state that is swapna is the phase of our inner world of suppressed feelings or emotions and fears and then there is a third phase of dreamless sleep shushupti so this is the phase which is empty this is a phase of no mind and it is in this sleep state that we become one with the supreme self have you ever felt the lightness the freshness after getting up from a dreamless sleep it feels as if you just now had slept and woken the other moment it feels timeless isn't it this is the dreamless part of sleep which in scientific studies also is considered to be the best it is the time when even the incessant unstoppable brain has also stopped working so basically both these verses are saying that this self is an integral part of us though we are unable to see it but it is this self only that is present or part of every experience that we are having through our sense organs this self is like aware of each and every thought of ours you can consider the self in each of us as a computer that is processing all the information and it is in turn connected with the central computer and that is the supreme self श्लोक फाइव एंड सिक्स यम वेद आत्मा जीव मंत्रिकाशानम भूत भवयस्य न तथो विजुगुप्सते यूर्व तपसो जात अद्भय पूर्व अजात 
गुहां प्रविश्य तिष्ठतम यो भूते भीर्व्यपश्यत सो हियर इन श्लोक नंबर फाइव यम दिस इमम मीन्स दिस मदवदम मीन्स लिटरली इट मीन्स हनी ईटर और हियर यू कैन से द इंजॉयर ऑफ द फ्रूट ऑफ एक्शन वेद मीन्स नोज वन हु नोज आत्मानम जीवम This is about Jeev Atma, self, individual soul. Ishanam. Ishanam means the ruler, the lord, the supreme self. Bhut Bhavayasya, the past and the future. Tato means therefore, Na Viju Gupsate. There is no fear. Na means no. Viju Gupsate means fear. so coming to its meaning he who can understand who can realize that this jeev atma that this self is the honey eater is the enjoyer of the fruits of action and the supreme self ishanam the supreme self is the lord of past future and present too he who can understand this has then no fear na viju gupsate why because he has understood that this body is so temporary and only the atma is immortal that atma or that self that finally gets dissolved into brahma the supreme self so where is the fear here there is no fear left because he understands that his atma is a part of parmatma and finally that is where it will be merged into so death of body becomes meaningless for that person and any ego or identity with the body becomes immaterial because he knows this is impermanent this body is just impermanent it's a vehicle for his atma and this atma is going to be merged with parmatma so the one who has realized this metaphysical truth becomes fearless of all fears he embraces the freedom Similarly in verse number 6 it is mentioned that he who has seen the first born out of consciousness yah purvam tapaso jatam purvam means first tapaso means meditation or you can say conscious jatam is born so one who has seen the first born out of consciousness one who has seen the first born before the waters adbhaya means water purvam means the first ajayat again it means born so adbhaya purvam ajayat this means one who has seen the first born before the waters that he who has entered inside the hearts of all beings 
गुहां प्रविश्य तिष्ठन्तम् एंड ही हु सीज थ्रू ऑल बीइंग्स यो भूते भीर्व्य पश्यतः एंड दैट ही हु हैज सीन एवरीथिंग and he is sitting inside the heart of all beings and he is seeing through all of, all of us this verily is that supreme self so basically this verse says that the supreme self is the one who is the witness and the cause of the first born and as we discussed before the first born we are talking about is the golden germ hiranya garbha from which all the existence arose from which your atma my atma and everybody's existence arose we are one just divided into different reflections of hiranyagarbha or golden germ this is what we have to realize fully श्लोक नंबर सेवन या प्राणेन संभवती अदितीरदेवता मयी गुहा प्रवेश्य तिष्ठती या भूते भीर्व्यजात दिस वर्स has been inspired by a uh, similar words in rigveda where it mentions about aditi aditi is is here is boundless infinite so in rigveda the words goes like this aditir dayur aditir antariksham aditir mata sa pita sa putra vishva devah aditi pancha gyan aditir gyatam aditir gyanit gyanitvam which says which means aditi is the sky aditi is the air aditi is mother father and son aditi is all the gods and the five tribes aditi is whatever has been and will be born so this verse of kathopanishad has been inspired by the rigveda's uh, verse so here it means a little meaning of this verse is she who arises with life she is aditi who arises with life ya pranen sambhavati pranen is life force sambhavati means born or arising she is the soul of all the gods devata mai she enters the secret place of the heart guham pravishya tishthanti guham is secret place pravishya means enters the secret place of the heart and is born with the beings ya bhute bhir bhute bhir is being associated with the beings and the elements and taking birth from there so uh, here aditi is considered to be infinite to be the pure consciousness that gave birth to our existence she is boundless just like supreme self brahma so basically here aditi is used in place of brahma 
she is considered to be the mother of all gods this life is hiranya garbha prana in which all the gods are clustered and from this hiranya garbha prana everything else arose this mysterious golden germ hiranya garbha is in a heart also and it was even there before the cosmic manifestation of the existence and later it entered the beings yeah this is a bit difficult to comprehend i guess we need to cross the logical limits of our mind to grasp this kind of uh, a metaphysical concept or probably meditate to understand in our own way according to sage ramanuja aditi here is referred to the jeeva atma individual self someone says aditi means mother nature someone else has interpreted uh, aditi as hiranyagarbha pran it is generally taken as a boundless infinite conscious pure consciousness from which the cosmic creation was born you can see that these uh, upanishads are in poetic form and interpreted in various ways by different sages what we and most of the people follow is the adi shankaracharya's commentary of this text however in between i am trying to put in the interpretations of sage ramanuja also you must be wondering it is i wondered why the writers of upanishads uh, couldn't write in simpler form isn't it why such a poetic language which is difficult to interpret maybe they got so enlightened by the real knowledge that the bliss or joy came out in this poetic form actually i also do not know the answer to this maybe it is difficult to express something so vague or metaphysical something so beyond our normal lives and our limited minds that it's difficult to put that experience into simple words so i guess we need to meditate upon uh, these verses we or probably we need to meditate upon our own atma our own soul and uh, bring out our own enlightenment in our own ways shlok number 8 and 9 aranyor nihito jat veda गर्भ इव सुवृत्त गर्भिनी दिवे दिव इद्यो जाग्रवद्भिर्मनुष्यभिर्ग्निदेती सूर्योस्त यती तम देवास सर्वे अर्पिता तदूनाती कशन 
Now here in uh, verse number 8 Aranyur means fire sticks two fire sticks Nihito means hidden Jat Veda Veda means who knows Jat means everything so one who knows all Garbha Eva Eva means like like an embryo protected Garbha means embryo Subrito means protected. Garbi nibihi, the pregnant, just like a pregnant woman. Deve deva, every day. That person who is awakened, Jagravadbhira, who can contemplate, Havishamandbhira. Agnihi means fire. So, this verse is quoted from Samaveda. Its literal meaning is that Agni, the all-knower. Agni, which is the all-knower, Jataveda. It is hidden in the fire sticks. Nehito Aranyor, hidden in the fire sticks. Just like the embryo, Garbha is hidden and protected by pregnant women now this fire this agni should be daily adored by men who are awakened who can contemplate this verily is that so its um, literal meaning is what i just explained however some Sages have interpreted it metaphorically. Aranis, that is the two fire sticks, after rubbing can light up a fire. So these two fire sticks here can be considered as Purusha and Prakriti. Purusha as we discussed earlier, Purusha is the consciousness and Prakriti is the manifested consciousness. So with the movement of these two sticks of Purusha and Prakriti, the entire creation arises, just like fire being created by rubbing them. And Agni is considered the most universal of the Vedic gods. It is the dynamic life force. In fact, of all the five elements, Agni is the only one that rises up. So Agni is also considered the force of will that can direct your thought flow towards enlightenment. In uh, the verse number 9, Yatashchudeti Suryo, the sun, so let me just tell you the literal meaning. Where does the sun rises from? Udeti means rises, Suryo means sun, and Yatash means where. So where does this sun rises from, and where does it goes to rest? Yatra means where does it goes to rest. Gachati goes, Astam is rest. Where does it set? In it are all the gods founded. Tam Devas, all the gods. 
tam devas sarve in it all the gods sarve devas are founded arpitas and no one ever goes beyond that this verily is that so this means just like the sun that arises from the vastness and sets in it too similarly we too arise from the supreme self from brahma from the absolute and finally go back into it this sun has its reality in brahma just as we do by the process of meditation upon this atma by spiritual quest we are able to remove the limitations of our mind and reach the goal of self realization the goal of liberation of our atma beyond which no one ever goes so here you can see from the verses number 5 to 9 they are telling about the universality of everything like for example in verse number 5 it was about the jivatma the individual soul which is merging into um, the supreme self the parmatma in the verse number 6 it was the golden germ the soul of the universe hiranyagarbh that each and every being has in it in the verse number 7 it was aditi the boundless infinite reality which we all have inside and outside of us in verse number 8 it's about fire the agni and uh, in this verse number 9 it is about the sun so they are all said to be one with brahma that's what these all verses are saying in their poetic way and there's a very famous line called as um, this um, devas sarve atmani pratishthita iti meaning all the gods are there inside your atma so all the gods of the universe everything is inside you just need to look inside us that's all and we'll find all our answers श्लोक नंबर टेन एंड इलेवन यदवेह तदमुत्र यदमुत्र तदन्वीह मृत्योस मृत्युम आपनोती यह नश्यती मनसेदम आप्तव्यम नेहानास्ती किचन मृत्योस मृत्युम गति so these two verses are talking about the unity of the supreme self and failure to see this essential unity around us is the cause of rebirth so coming to verse number 10 yadeveh means whatever is here that is there tad amutra yad amutra whatever is there 
that too is here tad anveha whoever perceives or sees anything like manyness yah iha naneva pashyati so whoever is seeing manyness here pashyati means seeing naneva means manyness goes from death to death mrityo samrityum apnoti so this verse once again emphasizes the infiniteness of brahma and someone has given an apt example for example you if you are in the middle of the pacific ocean you will find water everywhere above below to your right to your left everywhere you will see just water so this supreme self this brahma is everywhere and in every part of the beings here if we see ourselves separate and different from others we have not understood the teachings and yes it's a very difficult task we keep on taking multiple births just to shed our ego and realize this unity if we think we are any different or any better than that criminal we read of in the newspaper today then we are mistaken he also has that ansh or that particle of brahma that we have inside us the trees the birds animals stars the humans this brahma is present everywhere so ramanuja sage ramanuja takes this words as a confirmation of the omnipresence of brahma coming to words number 11 manase vedam by mind alone is this to be obtained what is to be obtained and manase vedam means reflecting upon the teachings reflecting upon the scriptures or your own experience contemplation you can realize this aptavya means realization realize what the unity there is nothing of variety here nanasti kimchana kimchana means nothing of variety that is nanasti whoever perceives anything whoever is seeing anything like variety here ya iha naneva pashyati goes from death to death mrityosam mrityom gachati so in these two verses the supreme self is declared to be free of any difference the multiplicity of this world does not change the unity of brahma and the same concept is mentioned in bhagavad gita too in verse number 29 of chapter 6 it says sarvabhutashtam atmanam sarvabhutani chatmani ikshate yoga yuktatma sarvatra samadarshanah so when this mind is harmonized by yoga 
one will see equality everywhere one will see one's own self as living in all beings and all beings in one's own self and this is where we have to reach this is what we have to realize fully shlok 12 and 13 angushta matrah purusho madhyah atmani tishthati ईशानो भूत भव्यस्य न ततो विजुगुप्सते एतद्वैतत अंगुष्ट मात्रह पुरुषो ज्योतिर ईवादुमकह ईशानो भूत भव्यस्य स एवाद्य स ऊश्वह एतद्वैतत Here in verse number 12 it says the person of the size of a thumb purusho means the person of the size of a thumb angusht matrah resides or exists in the middle of the body tishthati means exist in the middle of the body madhya atmani after knowing him tato therefore after knowing him who is the lord of the past and the future ishano means lord or ruler of past and future bhut bhavyasya na viju gupsate after knowing this one becomes fearless viju gupsate means fearless and in verse number 13 the person of the size of a thumb angusht matrah purusho now that person is like a flame without smoke jyotir like a flame without smoke ivadumakah he is the lord of the past and the future ishano bhut bhavisya he is the same today sa sa ivadya same today and the same tomorrow sa ushwah this verily is that etad vaitat so here in these two verses which are talking about the self the atma to be existing inside the heart so it is mentioned here that this atma is about the size of the thumb though in earlier verses it is said that this self is immeasurable isn't it anur anyan mahato mahiyan it is smaller than the smallest and larger than the largest so here this must mean that this verse is simply trying to imply that the atma is inside the heart thus it must be smaller than the fist sized heart that's all Adi Shankaracharya in his interpretation says that this self which is said to be angusht matra of the size of the thumb is the brahma itself when brahma enters the heart 
it is called atma and he is the same in all you have the same ram inside you i have the same ram inside me then where is the difference between you and me we have been born from the same five elements we have the same brahma inside us where is the difference there is no difference between you and me and when all the beings here are the same then where does the question of right and wrong arise think about that this atma resides in the bodies minds hearts and intellect of the people it is everywhere it is like a flame without smoke these words must be from visions these sages must have experienced it seems that all the descriptions of these ancient scriptures are unable to catch the glory of brahma that's how infinite vast it must be this brahma resides inside each of us why then some know it and some do not let's look within ourselves purify our heart be an observer be non-judgmental and meditate upon the self go inside oneself and we might find all the happiness and all the answers we have been looking for श्लोक नंबर फोर्टीन एंड फिफ्टीन यथोदक शुद्धे शुद्ध आसक्तृक्ति मुन्नेजानत आत्मा गौतम दीज टू वर्सेज अगेन टॉक अबाउट द रिजल्ट ऑफ सींग वराइटी और द रिजल्ट ऑफ सींग यूनिटी हियर दे आर क्वाइट पोएटिक इन नेचर लाइक इन वर्ड्स नंबर फोर्टीन यथो दकम यथो मीन्स जस्ट लाइक water the kam is water durge difficult path vrishtam meaning pouring down parvateshu that means hills vidhavati meaning flows so just as the rain water that falls over the hills and gets scattered all over it evam dharman in this way evam means in this way similarly one who is viewing things differently dharman means things prithak means different pashyams means seeing or viewing these things differently here that person keeps on you know running after those things 
distractedly it's like he goes from life to life and does not understand what he is going after so in whole this verse is saying that just as the rain water that falls over the hills and gets scattered all over it keeps on flowing without any direction whatsoever similarly one who is unable to understand the underlying unity of all beings here that person keeps on taking birth and rebirth moving restlessly between lives we in our foolishness just see the manifested things around this material world this mayavi world is all that we are see we, are, we see around us thinking that it is true we do not go beyond it we forget that there is a deep consciousness inside us and if we focus on that we will start seeing the subtle unity among all the real world beyond this material existence we have forgotten the golden germ the hiranyagarbha we all took birth from and that is the reason we are born into this material world again and again so that we remember the reality of our souls within so in the second words yathodakam shuddhe shuddham as the pure water is poured into pure yathodakam shuddhe shuddham asiktam asiktam means poured it becomes the very same tadrig eva bhavati so you know the person evam mun evam munner munner means a person who is wise who meditates a sage so just like that a sage a wise person who is meditating who can understand this fact who does not see any diversity here he becomes one with supreme self just as water poured into water becomes water alone similarly the one who meditates is able to see this unity this oneness and his atma becomes one with parmatma something similar has been said by kabir also jal mein kumbh kumbh mein jal and this is exactly what rumi also said i am the drop in the ocean i am the ocean in a drop so these wise people probably must have seen the unity here seen the uh, the oneness among everybody and realized the supreme self